American quality. Those words still mean something to me, and I bet that they mean something to you as well. That's one of the reasons why I love American Giant. They are a company that doesn't just think about what they can do. They think about what they should do. When you buy American Giant clothing, you are investing in American manufacturing, in American workers. You're investing in the American farmer for the American cotton, the, per- the person who packages your order. All Americans, everything. You're not just buying clothes. You are investing in a process that will help save our country. We need to get back to the independent spirit of American manufacturing. Uh, manufacturing. And American Giant is doing their part. All of their clothing, 100% American. The cotton, the milling, the cutting, the sewing, everything. And with it comes American quality. These clothes are the kinds of clothes that you'll pass on to your... My daughter loves wearing my shirts. She'll wear my shirts or my sweatshirts from American Giant forever. There's an American Giant in all of us. Go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn and find yours. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. All we have to do to win is stand up. Stand up with logic, common sense, peace in our hearts. Just, no, I'm not going to go there. No, sorry, that, that's just not true. In fact, it's so ridiculous, it's kind of funny. But no, not going to do it. That changes everything. I'm going to give you an example. Last hour, I told you about the... Uh, the PayPal changing that, you know, last week they said, yeah, anybody says something we don't really like $2,500. We're just going to pull out of your PayPal account and call it misinformation. Yeah. That lasted a few days until everybody, you know, raised a stink over it and started pulling their money out of PayPal and saying, yeah, I don't want to do business with you. And guess what? It was a mistake. I don't even know who wrote that policy and put it in there, but they shouldn't have written it because we're very upset about it. Same thing with Vanderbilt. Who's doing double mastectomies on kids? Not What? We just found out about it. We're not going to do that anymore. I'll tell you that right now. And BlackRock with ESG is quivering in their boots because you're standing up locally and our state treasuries are standing up nationally. Another state treasurer has said, yeah, I don't think we're gonna send you guys about 700 
billion dollars. I I just think that maybe you wouldn't be the right person to invest it. You know what I mean? And that's just the beginning. We have the latest uh, on ESG wars and the latest state treasurer, this time from Louisiana, who's pushed back and pushed back hard on ESG in BlackRock. His name is John Schroeder. He joins us in 60 seconds. First, this week only, it's Tuttle Twins History Book Sale. If you're interested in teaching your kids real history, like it's Columbus Day. Oh, those smallpox blankets. Oh, my gosh. Here's a way to uh, inoculate your kids against crazy woke ideas and lies. You need to get the new Tuttle Twins History Book. It teaches the most important lessons from American history in an engaging way that kids are going to love. They'll come away with a solid understanding of what happened, why it happened, and most importantly, how it relates to them. Mommy, are you giving me a Columbus Day smallpox blanket? I don't know. We'll see if you wake up with spots on your face tomorrow. Kids are not getting this in school. They need to hear it from you. This week, go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get your own copy of the Tuttle Twins American History Book at a big discount, plus all of the bonuses like videos and the audio version completely free. Just go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Welcome to the Louisiana State Treasurer, John Schroeder. How are you, John? Well, good morning. It is good to talk to you, sir. Yes, sir. Great, uh, great day. Yeah, it is a good day. Last week, um, you said, "Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not going to give you the uh, the money." What was it? Seven? I think I said billion. It's seven hundred million dollars, right? Almost a billion dollars. Yeah, it's about seven, almost eight hundred. Okay, and uh, there's more coming, right? Over the next year. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been working on this for a long time. You just don't move that much money overnight. Right. Uh, what really what really called this out, somebody caught wind of it, and it's probably my fault because I got agitated at some meeting that I was at, and I said something publicly, and the next thing I know, I had a public information request. And um, I've been working on it since late last year. We actually started moving money probably around March. Hmm. And um, I wasn't going to say anything till I moved at all. But two things happened that, that sort of forced me to come out last week. I had a meeting with BlackRock and, uh, in Philadelphia when I was at the Treasurer's Conference about two weeks ago. Then I had a public information request, which I had to release some information that I wanted to control the narrative. So that's why I, I followed up with my meeting to BlackRock with a letter. Um, telling them what, what I was doing, and I had already started it. We had already moved, you know, a half billion dollars uh, the time I released this letter. And by the end of the year, it will be about $800 million. But, Glenn, I want, I want your listeners to, to understand this, especially those in Louisiana, because I want to be very accurate. There's a lot of news about this. This is money that, that I, as treasurer of the state of Louisiana, manage in our trust funds, about $16 billion in trust fund, and about $800 million of that is invested in BlackRock. So we are moving that into other spaces where, where we're either making more or the same. Uh, so we're not losing money. 
we're just picking businesses, uh, companies that that uh, we have something more in common with, and uh, we clearly don't in in the fossil fuel space here in Louisiana. But the real goal for BlackRock is to go after the pension money, and each state each state treasurer handles that a little differently. Here in Louisiana, we have about seventy plus billion dollars in in retirement funds and pension funds. And these are policemen and firemen and school teachers and state workers. These aren't people going to work as entrepreneurs every day. This is government employees, pensions money. In Louisiana, again, it's over 70 billion. That's, that's really the, what makes up a large share of BlackRock. So um, I did what I could do. Now, what, moving forward, I will begin to work with the legislature to figure, figure out a way, how do we, how do we curb this pension money to be invested in companies like BlackRock who clearly want to see the demise of the fossil fuel industry, which is the, probably the biggest industry we have in Louisiana? Correct. Now, did you take on the S and the G, or are you only looking at the E? Oh, no. We, we, you know, it, this just came out in the news last week, but this has been an ongoing battle on several fronts. Uh, our legislative session ended in June, um, and there were several bills uh, dealing with all, all kinds of different situations on the ESG. Um, but, no, th- on this particular front, uh, with BlackRock, it was – Obviously, their environmental position. But I don't mind telling you, four, almost four years ago, I blocked um, Citibank and Bank of America over Second Amendment issues. You know, so Excellent. this has been going on for a while here in Louisiana. I blocked them from doing almost a billion dollars in, in borrowing from the state of Louisiana. It's gone under radar, you know, because I can do this all within the confines of the law of, of my job, my constitutional duties. And I don't have to go beat my chest about it either. But you said this what, when, as I was listening. We need to step up and, and do something. We can't just sit back and, and be, be good conservatives and take it in the shorts anymore. So I'm, I'm proud to lead the State Financial Officers Foundation. I don't know if you know that. I'm the national chair as of October 1st. And, and you will start seeing more. I have talked to treasurers across the country uh, since last Wednesday. And, and, you know, they're just looking at ways on how to reinvest this money, because at the end of the day, you do have a fiduciary responsibility. Mm-hmm. Those, those pension workers or, or those retired government workers need to get their paychecks. And I get it, their retirement check. So that, that, that sits in the palm of our hands in a lot of cases. Uh, uh, many states across this nation. So I get that, but I'm also not going to feed my enemy. And I'm not going to, I think we have to do a better job at educating uh, the pension uh, folks, the state workers, the government workers. We have to educate them and let them know where their money is being invested. It's backdooring them. It's going to kill our industry. not to speak of what it does for, for communist China and other countries mm-hmm. that want to see the United States wiped off the face of the map. So um, what was BlackRock's response? Well, you know, um, I met with them 
Now, they've gotten some wind that I was doing this, so this isn't like total out-of-the-blue news to them. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine if you took $500 million out, yeah. they might notice yeah. it. I would hope. Yeah, I know that. I know they got trillions of dollars, but I know they knew that I was moving this money. But they never made mention of it when I met with them two weeks ago. But what they did do was apologize and 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 say that um, you know that they um, you know wanted to assure me that that they weren't against the fossil fuel industry and this, that, and the other. Well, Glenn, I told him, I'm sitting there with three people and one of the directors, and and it was about a 45-minute long conversation. And after a little bit, I told him, I said, look, this isn't personal with you guys, but y'all are sitting here telling me one thing, but I can show you, quote, video and audio of your CEO saying something different than what you're sitting in this room telling me today. Now, I'm the treasurer of Louisiana. And I, and, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but I guess the CEO of BlackRock needs to tell me otherwise because y'all are sitting here telling me one thing, but what I read, see, and hear is something totally different out of, you, uh, out of your CEO. So unless he's willing to go out publicly and now reverse what he has been saying and go to conferences, and because look, I don't need to tell you that it's everywhere, all over the internet where he's makes comments about oh, I know. what what they need to do where BlackRock is is becoming like the almost like the communist leader that they know what's best for the world order. They know what's best for Louisiana. Well you know what? He's not gonna use my money to do it. And that's the other thing people don't understand. And that's what something they said to me in the meeting that it's not their money, it's our money. They're using our money to beat ourselves. That's like, that's like crazy. That, that's, that's, I'm not going to do that any longer. And, um, <laughs> and, 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 and look, I, I just want you to understand this. I didn't just wake up last Wednesday and decide to do this. This is something that we've been strategically working on for the entire year. And um, it just came to a head last week. I am, I am so glad to hear it. John, you're well thought out. Uh, and uh, I hope there are more of you that are working behind the scenes uh, to do the, the, the right thing. We are, the, the whole world is being strangled to death uh, because of the energy policies of people like BlackRock shutting off uh, all investment. I, I just read a story today. I don't want to get in the weeds, but I just uh, read a story today. The banks can't invest in fossil fuels over in Europe, they're saying, because the the money isn't there for investment. And if the price collapses, then they're going to be sitting on, you know, all of this oil and they won't be able to, you know, hedge it. Uh, and uh, and I, I read that and I thought, well, the, the problem is ESG. The problem is that people are not investing in energy now because they're being encouraged not to and being told that that is not the future. Well... It may not be the future 150 years from now, yeah. but it is, it, it, is, it is over the next 50 years. <laughs> you know, a couple things have to happen, going back to you know, your comment about you hoping others are doing the same thing. I can tell you factually, we are, and they are. I, I think what has to happen, what's so great about this country, and look, I'm an entrepreneur, and, 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 and can I, if I can have a minute, Glenn, I want to tell you something. I've listened to you for a long time. I'm a, I'm a former military intelligence 
infantry military intelligence CID agent from the Army. Hmm. Um, I, I was a narcotics agent after that, and I lost my career over a, a pretty serious eye injury. Um, but I've always appreciated how you stood up for our country. And, um, and I, don't, I don't need, as a, as a veteran of this country, I don't need anybody to, um, to thank me. It, but it is nice hearing people like you on the radio say thank you without saying thank you. And um, that's all I needed. All, all I needed to know is there was people out there who understood what we do, why we do it. And there are people like me who did things and went after bad people so uh, so you could have your radio show and, and everybody could go about their business every day. And um, I've just always appreciated that. This is the first time I've ever met you and talked to you in my life. And I just want to tell you thank you. That is uh, more meaningful than you than you know, John. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hope to meet you someday. Thank you. John Schroeder, he is the uh, state treasurer of the great state of Louisiana. Well, I mean, it's connected to Texas, so that really is what makes it great, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's the greatest, mm-hmm. great, great, great-ish state <laughs> of Louisiana. It's connected to a great state. Yeah, it is. Let's say that. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, that rubs off on you after a while. <laughs> There's a, there's a lot more to your dog's life than just what he or she eats, but that doesn't mean the food isn't important. You want something for your dog that's going to make him happy, healthy, able to sustain a long life and remain active for as long as possible. May I recommend that you give Rough Greens a try? Rough Greens. It's helped my dog, Uno, um, and given him really, honestly, some of the best years of his life. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by a naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the food, chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. The folks at Rough Greens want you to have a free bag. Now, this is just a little trial bag, but it's free. You just pay for shipping. They want to make sure that you don't spend any of your money on this if your dog doesn't like it. If your dog likes it like Uno does, and, and really every dog and dog owner tells me that it has Rough Greens, Oh, my dog is eating for the first time. My dog loves this. He licks the bowl clean, but maybe your dog won't. So they give you a free trial bag. If your dog loves it, order a full bag and watch the difference over the months in your dog. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLENN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So this just came out from The Guardian. I consider myself an LGBTQ plus ally, but I wasn't prepared for the shock and confusion I feel when a person I thought I'd spend my life with told me their secret. It was 3 a.m. I had a lot to drink. Two reasons. I was pressing my boyfriend of 10 years on why he hadn't yet proposed. We were strong and happy, loved each other madly. So his reticence seemed ludicrous to me when sober, let alone drunk. I suspect it was my ceaseless questioning that ultimately blew a fuse in his brain because that's when he told me his secret. When I woke up, he was gone. I watched his WhatsApp status like it was a heart monitor of an ailing relative. The second I saw online, I called him and asked him to come home to talk, to answer the question that I had scribbled allegedly on a half-folded piece of, of paper. He walked through the door and sat down, his face masked with fear. 
what were you trying to tell me? I asked, hopefully, all too aware of how different things can look when alcohol is no longer shaping your every thought. Well, I, I have gender identity issues, he said. I just don't identify with being male. My throat thickened. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I knew this person better than anyone in the world, but could in no way reconcile him with the words that were coming out of his mouth. Well, what do you identify with? I don't know, like non-binary or, oh my God, what was he about to say? Trans? The word flooded my body with surreal disbelief. I was already sure, cold, empathetic. This was done. We're done. But why, he employed, implored, because, because I can't be, nor do I want to be, with a woman. See, now that's her first problem. Oh, man, what a bigot. What <laughs> a bigot. What an absolute yeah, yeah, bigot. horrifying bigot. But she should rest assured <laughs> he never will be a woman. Just want to throw yeah. that in there. Mm-hmm. It was surprising to me. Well, what if he changes his chromosomes? Then no, he can't. He go. Oh, okay. uh-huh, he All can't. Right. Okay. Mm. It was surprising to me to know how obvious this fact was because everything else was suddenly underwater. But I don't know how far it will go yet. I, I don't know anything yet except that our relationship is more important than my gender. My questions were redundant. The purpose was to establish where we go from here. But in the private theater of my mind, the curtains closed at every turn. Soon my sister was outside. I tried to articulate why I asked her to collect me and why I had a suitcase. She knew something was wrong, of course, but she had no idea of the magnitude. He, he, he thinks he, he thinks he might, I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the words out of my mouth. What? What are you saying, Phoebes? He thinks he might be trans. We stood on the dark street, cobbles glossed with rain and wept. Her tears soaked my shoulder and mine hers. We drove back to hers. I sat in silence, numb, watching the rain blur the brake lights in front of me while she continued to sob for me, for him, and I guess for the future brother-in-law she had just lost. For a week in January, she held my hand every night while I stared at the ceiling, watching our alarm clock announce the time in glaring sequence of oblongs, 12, 10 a.m., 2.36 a.m., 6.16 a.m., the second 7 a.m. hit, I got in the shower just so I could cry in peace. This is an incredible article. Uh, it's from mm. The Guardian. I'll tweet it out here in a second. But uh, an incredible human wreckage kind of story that you never really hear about. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The America that you know and love is disappearing before your eyes right now. God willing, it's going to come back. But until it does, it'll be a little bit rough. I need you to take some time to think about where you and your family are at financially. um, are, Are you financially sound right now? Are you struggling? What is it going to look like? What does your debt load look like? What's the interest on that debt? If it's credit card debt, 
it's going to be sky high, right? This is where you could be finding opportunities to save money. If the opportunities exist, right? Listen, do you know if they exist? Have you done any checking on this? You don't have to do it alone. Take 10 minutes out of your day today and call American Financing. American Financing. They're waiting for your call now. They work for you, not the bank, and there's no hidden fees or any of that crap. It's uh, AmericanFinancing.net. You can call them now at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $10 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. So, Pat, I, I want to play a game. See if this sounds familiar at all, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turkey has proposed a disinformation bill. Just buzz in whenever you think that there might be something. <laughs> Turkey has proposed a disinformation bill that threatens free speech and could further harm journalism ahead of the next election. <laughs> <laughs> president i'm not done yet oh okay the president of uh turkey says the legislation would address misinformation in the press (laughs) and social media huh Uh, no i'm not done no it's not done um he says that uh his biggest concern is uh those uh that are spreading misinformation on the internet and Can I buzz it now? <laughs> no. no, not yet. <laughs> oh yeah, dang it! Yeah, so they are. Um, they're wow. They're. Uh, hmm. Is this just what we went through? I don't know. Today, yeah. With PayPal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone through it with Facebook. All We've gone it. through it with Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, try this on for size just this weekend. Now, the difference in Turkey is you get three years in prison. Oh, okay. Okay. That was coming. <laughs> that was, yeah. That's coming. No, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Of it's course coming. it is. Uh, based on uh, current current available data, mm-hmm. patients should be informed of the possible cardiac complications that can arise after receiving an mRNA vaccine for COVID nineteen. This is a high uh, a high level huh. of global immunity to COVID nineteen. The benefit of vaccination is likely outweighed by this abnormally high risk of cardiac related death <laughs> among men in this age group. Wait a minute. This hmm? what heretic is saying this? Yeah, well, it's just the Surgeon General of Florida. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, Joseph Ladapo or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. What but, a quack! Yeah, what a oh, nut job, my huh? Gosh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they they actually banned him for misinformation. Twitter banned yeah. him for misinformation. Actually, took down his account for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they realized wow. it was such a mistake. They didn't mean to do Oops, that. What happened? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he says no mRNA vaccines for men 18 to 39 because I'm looking for the exact. Uh, okay, because he found, well, he didn't find yeah. a uh, an analysis through a self-controlled case series from the Sunshine State's health department found there's an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac related death you know i talk, among 18 to 34 or 18 to 39 year old males i talked to a doctor and i can say this now because we still are on radio so i have mm-hmm. to abide by fcc rules and those fcc rules have not changed so i can actually say this information talk to a doctor really kind of 
pretty credible guy. I asked him to be on and uh, would he not come on? So, no, yeah, I think he will. You oh, know, he he was he was quite brave. anxious to have people say. I said that he's quite anxious. I was at the um, uh, Goldwater Institute fundraiser on Friday and uh, uh, gave a uh, gave, in Arizona. Where was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Phoenix okay. gave a speech. Th- this group is amazing. If you're looking for a group that you know is doing some real good. Look into the Goldwater Institute. Anyway, um, the people there were just fantastic and so wide awake. Mm. And um, this doctor comes up to me and he says, hey, listen, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I have so many patients that are healthy, really, really healthy mm-hmm. and all have cardiac problems now. Yeah, it's I mean, it, we have stories literally. Every day, about every day, it. every day. They're the latest. One of the latest is this uh, Sean Casson, a Democrat uh, who had lost his daughter back in June. Did you read about this? Um, you think that the I was going to say, hello, Jay Leno. <laughs> Kevin, did you read about this? Uh, so he's an Illinois representative. His 17-year-old daughter. Died of cardiac arrest in her sleep back in June. Happens all the time to 17-year-olds. Oh, that's the thing. I so grew up, just, if I heard another cardiac arrest, right? if I had another 17-year-old friend who died of mm-hmm. cardiac arrest, I was sick of hearing of it. Right, especially when they had dinner with their parents, uh, went out with their friends, everything was fine, went to bed, never woke up. Yeah. Heart attack. At 17. Heart attacks happen a lot in your sleep. Uh, yes. And <laughs> you especially know? when you're a teenager. Yeah. And here's this one standout line that is interesting that it's there because it normally wouldn't be in an article like this. She was fully vaccinated against COVID-19, the family said in their statement. I wonder if they're giving us a clue as to why they think she may have died from cardiac arrest. Uh, I would think so. I would too. Did you I hear about? Did you hear about uh, the CDC saying that they would pay a family's medical? Uh, sorry, they would pay the family's funeral bills <laughs> if they just would insist that uh, died from the effects of COVID nineteen vaccine was removed from the death certificate, and the family's like, "Wow, no, not." gonna do it wow yeah i'm i'm telling you there (laughs) something's wrong there get the vaccine you're Mm -hmm. lucky you are lucky and i did not i did not nor do i plan to i thought you did no your wife did didn't she yes she did and Mm -hmm. you didn't and i did not Oh, you are going to be laughing as she's having a heart attack. Ha <laughs> oh, <geez>. ha, <laughs> 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 guess who's right? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, didn't listen uh-huh. to you. Told you so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I thought you got it. No. I already have. Did already... Tanya get it? No. She didn't get no, it. No, we didn't wow. get it. We didn't get it. None of the kids got it. Yeah. None of the kids got it. Uh, one, kid, either. one kid did. And, mm. uh, and, uh. The rest of us were like, nah, I don't, I don't yeah. think so. And I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Every time I thought, ah, I'm going to do it. I almost I'd did I'd see it. another story like this. I almost did it when I had to go to the UAE to get the people out of oh, yeah. Afghanistan. I thought that they were going to insist on a vaccine. And I, but they didn't. And I was driving and I was like, vaccine, 
people that are going to be killed. Vaccines, people that were. <laughs> it didn't, didn't take me long, but I, I almost uh, got it because of that. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Me too. Especially now. I mean, yeah. I, it, there's questions about it. And even no, if, you, if know, you ever broach these questions, you're, you're a conspiracy theorist. And I think we're way beyond the point where that's the case. I mean, we, there's too many of these kinds of deaths lately. In the last year, no, year and a half. they're excess deaths. They're just excess deaths. Just excess deaths. Just ex- that's right. That's all it is, is that's excess right. death. You know, and I, I hate these people who are like, they go on and on and on about the Holocaust. It's just excess Jewish deaths. That's, that's all it was. That's all it was. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The deaths were more than usual. Mm-hmm. I don't know what caused that. Couldn't have been anything with you the government. You can't tell. There's no way to tell. No. There's no, no way, to, way tell. to tell. It's like the metric system. You can't You can't convert it. I you know, don't know what that it's is. It's really sad because um, I don't have a problem. We were all terrified. We were all terrified at first. Okay. Of COVID? Uh, yeah, not all of us, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we were worried about yes. it. And, and I mm-hmm. remember watching, you know, the stuff happening in China and going, this has got to be horrible. Mm-hmm. They're welding people in their apartments. Yeah. This has got to be like Ebola. And then it comes over here and we're all freaked out. And I have no problem with, you know, hey, let's just let's just get a handle on this. Let's just, you know, 15 days. Mm-hmm. Let's just hang out. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. 15 okay. days to slow the curve. I don't think yeah. anybody had a problem. Nobody with that. had a problem with that. And then it goes on and on and on. And you realize that they're lying to you about so many things. Mm-hmm. And then they won't let us see any of the data Right. When 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 you're like when you're hiding the data, how is this standing? How are we not demanding as a people whose parents may have died, whose children now are dying, mm-hmm. people who have had this vaccine and are now having real cardiac problems, how are you not all in a class action lawsuit suing the United States government? For forcing you to take a trial drug. That is against the Nuremberg laws. I think one thing that's happening is people are being scared out of doing that. They're being frightened. They don't want to be called names. You know, called they don't want to names. be nutty. My gosh, you know how names. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but right. names will never hurt you. I mean, I think of that all the time. That's just not oh. something we talk about anymore. It's not a real thing anymore that names will never hurt us. Because names hurt us the most no, now for some I know. reason. I know. How'd that happen? I don't know. Somebody somebody came into my studio last week and they were really upset and they were it's so sweet. And they're like, Len, uh, you know, I've got to say something because, you know, you're you're getting you're being called names for such and such. And and uh, and I know that and I'm like, oh, stop. Do you think I've given a second thought? To be calling, be called another name, <laughs> stand in yeah. line on that. Mm-hmm. And once you get used to it, it's like, oh, you know, we have kind of a thing with my my uh, family. We're approaching somebody, somebody's house, something, you know, it would be like, OK, we're taking the kids to I took my kids to a sleepover, my daughter to a sleepover, didn't know the family at all. And so I said, you're not going until I meet mom and dad. And she's like, okay. So I go over, and as we're driving, I said, so odds they're friends 
or going to be horrified. And she said, I don't, I don't know, Dad. Every day, you know, it's kind of fun. Ringing the doorbell, trick-or-treat's a blast for me. Oh, my gosh. That is the scariest thing I've seen. Glenn Beck was on my doorstep. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. They turned out to be friends or not? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. All right. Back in just a minute. Mike Lindell makes the uh, best bed sheets of anybody on earth. Go ahead, fight me on this. Okay, okay, I was kidding. I don't fight me. Um, all you ever hear uh, about the uh, sheets or sheets in general is oh, the thread count. The thread count. It's it's a five million thread count. I don't really care what the thread count is, and I don't even know what the thread count is on you know the my pillow bed sheets. I have no idea. I just know they are the softest and the best ever. My wife and I, because of her friend are having an argument. We had it again last night about linen. Linen, you wear linen shirts. I hate linen sheets. <sighs> okay. And the only reason why she's asking is because her friend is always saying, linen is so soft. I'm like, linen is not soft. It's not soft. She says it just has texture to it. I don't want to sleep on texture. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, this is third world problem, isn't it? I mean, this is this is this is oh, happening yeah. on the streets yeah. where I grew up mm -hmm. every day. Anyway, Nigerians are talking about it right now. <laughs> what kind of thread count do you have? Okay, so this I don't know what the thread count is on the Giza Dream Sheets, but they're fantastic, and they're thirty nine ninety nine right now, as low as thirty nine ninety nine. How much you pay for a thousand? count thread sheet oh like crazy amounts, oh, right yeah literally hundreds if not uh, yeah close to a thousand shut up no seriously they're expensive that's that's stupid really expensive have you tried linen anyway uh <laughs> 39.99 try these sheets you're gonna love them the giza dream sheets go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener square and make sure you check out the flash sale on the giza dream sheets along with other limited time offers enter the promo code beck or you call 800-966-3117 it's mypillow.com promo code beck the glenn beck program Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So I thought it was a good sign that uh, somebody blew up the bridge from Russia to Crimea. I thought that's mm. going to bring peace. Oh, yeah. 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 A lot like the, you know, the sabotage on the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, that's a peaceful thing to do. Right. But I don't think this is Putin is saying this is terrorism. This is sabotage. <laughs> now, that's your main supply line. All of everything military comes over that bridge. Everything that you're taking out of Ukraine or out of Crimea comes over that bridge. And you guys built it. But it cost $4 billion to build and they blew it up. Mm. Now, they say that um, trains are going in, uh, but not out. One train track was blown up. The other one still exists. And I think... There's one lane of highway that is still, but no heavy trucks can go across. That you know that makes me say I'm not gonna drive it in my car. No heavy trucks. Yeah, mm. I think I'm gonna stay off it too. Mm -hmm. I mean, have you seen me lately? <laughs> I don't think so. 
Uh, and uh, and it bothers me because Putin is the kind of guy that uh, has said, you know, he he he's lately been threatening nuclear war, but he has always said World War Three is going to be fought in ones and zeros. And they've already closed down one pipeline here. Well, no, I'm sorry. Somebody else did. They closed down. Remember when they closed down? What was it? The Conoco line? And they held that hostage. I mean, it can happen. And that's the kind of stuff that I think. I mean, I really fear nuclear war, but this is bad, too. They hack into our systems, shut down our grid in the winter. That's Mm. not going to be good. You know what? Every state should have like like, for instance, Texas is is on its own power grid. Every state should be on its own power grid, you know, because then you couldn't shut all 50. Hmm. What a concept. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, huh. yeah. Yeah. Hadn't thought of that before. I hadn't thought of that either. <laughs> you don't like the all of the West on one, all of the East on another, and yeah. Texas on its, on its, its own. own. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Who has the right idea there? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to guess. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think there is this real... And it's more than America first. I think what's coming is uh, states first. Mm -hmm. You know, I think people are going to wake up as they are starting to wake up going, hey, this globalism idea is kind of a bad idea. And I think the next step is to wake up and go, yeah, I think my local community, my state should probably be a little self-contained, be able to take care of ourselves. You know, we'll do trade with everybody, obviously, but... We should probably not outsource, oh, I don't know, everything. Huh. Yeah, I know. Huh. It's a crazy That's idea. food for thought. I want food. Yeah. What was, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> the Glenn Back Program.